Whatever it is you want to do in life, you'll be able to do. It's always you versus you. That it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, you can achieve anything that you set your mind to. Spend the rest of your natural life waking up and going after it. This is my purpose, and you will not stop me. You are listening to Mojo Sports. Hello and welcome to Mojo Sports, the Women in League show, episode four. My name is Dan Frost and as always, I'm supported by the best panel in the business. Tonight, we've got a full house. We've got Tasha, we've got Alicia and we've got Dana. And guys, listen, a question, question for you this week, a nice and simple one is which NRLW forward pack is most likely to dominate this season? Tasha, going to start with you. Yeah, Dan, I'm going to go with a with an easy one here. I think any Ford pack that's led by uh, Millie Boyle and Chelsea Lenarduzzi, um is just something in you know to look up to and and think about back that up with Talisha Harden and uh, Amber Hall and you know even like playing in the lock position. Ali Brigginshaw, like, holy snap, I, I can't go past the Broncos as a forward pack to be reckoned with. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's definitely a popular pick, Dana. I'm going to go with Parramatta. Um, you know, they've got the, um, I don't want to mispronounce this, but it's Hennessy Sisters. Um, they've got, you know, on the field, they're a strong team coming into the competition. And I think they're going to be a really um, something to, to be scared of this year. Guys, uh, look, for me, there's this little club um, down here where, where I live uh, in the Hunter in Newcastle, just this little club. You may or may not have heard of it. Uh, and uh, look, you know, they're, they're sneaky good at football, not getting a lot of publicity. I know that they're sort of, you know, a lot of other clubs are getting the shine. But uh, let's just see how things go in round one. But, uh, yeah, my mighty Newcastle Knights, they've got something to say when it comes to that forward pack. And, look, I, it's a good question from our listeners because, um, yeah, I, I think it is going to be so important in terms of who wins the middle, especially in such a, a tight little tournament. Uh, Alicia, rounding off this one, um, yeah, difficult question, though. What's your thoughts well I, I completely agree obviously Brisbane are the benchmark um they have been their forward pack you know you have to beat them basically to to win the competition for me um and I agree with Newcastle just quietly as well like looking at that team the forward pack especially like there's a, there's a lot of Kiwi firm girls in that side and I would not be underestimating them um I've gone with the Titans though I really like their balance in their forward pack, um, they've got some uh, pretty tough uh, Kiwi Fern girls there as well and um, a lot of young sort of up-and-coming players. You know, Tiana Rastron-Smith, we've spoken about her previously, but um, Destiny Brill is coming through, um, showing great signs. Georgia Hale, like we all know what a great player she is. Um, so, yeah, I think I think the Titans can definitely match it, um, but I, I do think that Brisbane are, are no doubt the benchmark to, to, for every team to lift and aspire to. All right, guys, let's jump into our first segment for tonight, The Huddle. Leave no regrets out there. That is what a real champion is made of. The Broncos celebrate success once more. New South Wales have won women's state of origin on a great performance by the Australian Gillaroos. Champion teams do this. They find space, they find time. Loved watching her play, and I think she'll take her game to another level. And the most exciting huddle of possibly in Mojo Sports history this week as we, again, we, we, we head to the Hunter, to Newcastle, and we focus in on my favourite club in the entire world, the mighty Newcastle Knights. And today we are blessed to have a couple of out-and-out superstars, uh, very fortunate to have some guests, guests join the show to talk all things Newcastle, Caitlin Varkola and uh, Katie Green. 
Guys, welcome to the show. Katie, I'm going to throw this straight at you because, you know, there has been a little bit of build-up to this season. Everyone is anxious. Everyone is excited. Talk to us a little bit about your own personal journey here to the Knights as you sort of prepare for, yeah, the much-anticipated start of the season. Uh, Yeah, well, I guess um, my journey really started uh, about June last year after our Gold Stars campaign. Um, I was fortunate enough to get in contact with the club um, and get to speak to Blake on my own behalf just to obviously pitch myself and, yeah, kind of one thing led to another, had lunch and, yeah, I, I got that phone call to say that I, I made the team. So from there it's it's honestly been a whirlwind of excitement, like I guess honour and a also a lot of devastation just due to obviously around the 2021 season and everything that happened. Um, but honestly, this year, at the start of this year, just since we've been here, we worked for the last three weeks. We've worked so hard. We're so ready to start come round one. And, yeah, um, I'm just really looking forward to see what our team can do out on the field. Um, like you mentioned before, I think we're a very underrated team and I'm looking forward to, to see us go out there and um, surprise some people. Underrated, that, that's, that's the key word, Katie. Caitlin, jump in here. I mean, I, I think this is something that probably, you know, needs, needs to be sort of spoken about is there are a lot of glamour clubs in the NRLW, Newcastle Knights, obviously a new franchise, you know, sort of definitely got the underdog tags, and, and there was a period of time there before a lot of signatures sort of came through where, you know, there was sort of a lot of nerves. You know, what's this Newcastle Knights team going to look like? Talk to us about your own, I guess, similar question to Katie. Talk to us about your own preparations, how you got here, and, you know, talk to us a little bit about the culture that's already being built around this group because there's something truly special here because already before even playing a game, you've gone through so much adversity together. Um, so originally I started playing league because I wanted to hang out with my friends and it ended up turning into a serious situation where I got um, scouted by an Auckland rep team um, over in New Zealand. And from there, I made the Kiwi Ferns that same year um, for the test against Samoa. Um, from there, I I got a lot of call from Blake Green. I wasn't expecting anything, but he offered me, he was offering me um, a position for the Newcastle Knights. So I ended up coming over here um, and I've met such a great bunch of girls. Like our connection off the field is so special. And I think that's what makes the team so cool. Um, and it's a real privilege to be a part of. But even though the, the season was cancelled last year and postponed to now, um, if we hadn't had that time that we had together last year, we probably wouldn't have connected as well as we have now. So, yeah. Does that answer your question? <laughs> 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 absolutely, absolutely. No, there, there's certainly something special building there, and and we can kind of see that from the interactions and and a lot of the, you know, the the friendships, the mateships that you guys are building off the field, and you know, it's just so it's an interesting situation because it's all happening before uh, before the first game. All right, Katie, take us take us behind the scenes into well, you know, we're sort of you know fighting our way through that preseason. Training's a little bit difficult, but we're trying to trying to do it with a smile on our face. But yeah, talk to us a little bit about the vibes around the club and, and give us a little bit of an in- insight into the coaches there at the club because you know there's there's some new faces there and um, yeah, excited to hear about uh, yeah how things are looking at the moment. Yeah, um, like I said, week one, um, I think it's probably been one of our toughest weeks um, coming in. We really hit the ground running and we really focused on obviously fitness, strength and just obviously seeing what each indiv- individual player has to offer. 
Um, pretty much off the back of that, we've just, like Caitlin touched on before, like we're just so excited to be back and be back together as a group because we all really value each other's friendships and the connections that we've made. So it honestly feels like we haven't really had that time apart since being here. Um, but, yeah, I guess the realistically preseason's all about just getting the ball in your hands, getting that fitness done, grinding it out for round one. Um, yeah, and I guess pretty blessed to obviously still have the coaching that we have at the moment because, sadly, we did lose Blake Green this year, um, which was unexpected, but we always wish Blake the best with um, the boys and everything he's doing with them. So, But we've obviously had Casey come on board who has been in the background from the start. He was there last year supporting us, pushing us and helping us out. So having him step up to the plate has been just just great to have him there still a part of the team. Um, he's, a, he's very tough and he definitely pushes us to be our best. Um, so sometimes we are... Um, Caitlin probably vouched for it. Sometimes we uh, give him a few looks and uh, anyway, but we always laugh it off. <laughs> but, um, yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, we've got um, Jess Skinner as well, who is an amazing assistant like, coach. Everything, she's been helping us. She's individually, she comes up to all of us and lets us know little things we can work on. And um, I feel really honoured that I get to be around her and learn from her this season um she's honestly put everything into this team and to us girls so to have that on our side is is pretty incredible so honestly the vibes like you can probably see in some of our photos like everyone's smiling everyone's laughing like we are we definitely have a lot of fun with it but at the same time we we also know when to obviously put game faces on and get in and get the work done so um all in all the first week first three weeks have been pretty pretty good yeah, Katie, like it's it's too soon. Um, obviously, you don't know exactly who's in the, the top 17 or exactly what positions you're all playing. Um, you're, you're quite an accomplished uh, fullback, you know, outside back. Um, you said that your main goal is to have uh, Luke, your partner, and your family maybe yeah. come and watch your first game. Is there any news on that? Have they, have they made that move? Are they coming down to watch you play? Um, yeah, so I actually got a phone call from my mum at the start of the week. Um, and she confirmed that she's um, kind of be down here for round one um, along with my dad and my partner. So that was um, pretty exciting to have them confirm that and be coming. So it's um, kind of put a bit of realisation into it, realising that it's only four weeks away before, you know, all of us and some of us get the chance to run out on that field in a, in a jersey. So um, it's just really fueled fueled my fire and really made me remind myself why I'm here and that I really want that jersey and I want to run out onto that field for them and they've they've been in my corner the whole way um probably the last couple of years have been the toughest and I I don't know how my partner survived but he's definitely a big big supporter of me and has definitely influenced me and footy and helped me get here today yeah, Katie, great to have that support. And um, that's really good news that Luke and the family is going to make it down. But back onto the positional play, a, a question to you, Caitlin. Um, now, I've, you've been quoted as saying, you know, you pretend to be a lock, but you're actually a winger. Is there any sort of hint as to what position you might be playing? All I can tell you is that I'm an outside back and you'll see on the 27th of February which one I am. Or if I'm on the field. 
That makes me super excited. I'm um I live in Melbourne. I'm traveling up for the game, and um oh, I'm very so keen cool. to see, very keen to see you on the field um there for that All Stars game in a couple of weeks. But um it's a question I guess for both of you guys. Like obviously, Caitlin, you moved over from New Zealand last year to play for the Knights, and you know, Katie, you obviously live away from home as well. So how has being away from home um especially over the last 18 months with everything happening with COVID and that kind of thing affected yourselves, but also like as a team? Um, I think when you want to achieve your dream, there's always going to be sacrifices. Um, For me, leaving my home and having, it was a bit of a culture shock coming here just from um, having to leave my family and my partner was really hard. Um, but because I've been surrounded by such an amazing and supportive group of people, um, Knights is such a supportive club. I, I don't think I probably would have got like gotten through this period without them. Um, so I think we're really lucky. And yeah, even having Greeny as mate, it's been awesome. <laughs> We've been able to, yeah, like I said before, like even though we're here to play league and we're here to play as a team, um, the connections we've made off the field have made this experience so much more um, comfortable and so much more better for us. Now, Caitlin, I've got to ask, you're a TikTok star. I'm following you and I don't know, how many followers you got now? A lot. I don't know. You've been a block like 200,000. You're not allowed to follow me. You've got to block me. But we got, we, I want some, I want some nice content because I want, okay. we want to share it on, on the NRL page. So I yeah. I will provide that for you. Start, start hitting up training. Thank you. <laughs> so talking, talking about serious talent, uh, guys, let's get into it. Let's, uh, Let's uh, let, let's share a little bit of information about this team to our listeners because, uh, yeah, we're so close to the start of the season. Katie, we're going to start with you. Uh, talk to us a little bit about uh, the outside backs group that you've got there at the Newcastle Knights. Uh, again, you know, th- this squad got put together, you know, pr- uh, probably from the outside looking in fairly quickly, but, you know, you've obviously had a fair bit of time. You've seen each other in training. Uh, we're expecting speed, pace, a little bit of size, athleticism. Uh, Newcastle seem to be in a really good position when it comes to our outside backs. But, uh, yeah, take it away. Talk us to talk to us a little bit about this group and uh, what some of uh, our, our fans can expect. Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely emphasis on the speed and agility and strength. Um I think all of our outside backs have that have all of those qualities. Um, we've got, I feel like we have a mixture of new and experienced. Um, you know, speaking from my point of view, I'm very new to this whole experience. This has been my first campaign and first potential debut. So um, I feel very blessed that I get to learn off people like Jamie Frazard. You've got Bobby Law in there who's already made such a name for herself. Um, my own teammate, Romy Teitzel. Um, and then I've got to learn off Caitlin. Um, and then we've also got one of the girls, Paige, who's come across from AFL. Um, I just think we all, we all just complement each other so much. Like we all just help each other, guide each other. And I think we have some pretty amazing partnerships in between us as outside backs. Um, but I think the biggest thing is is we've just got some experience there to help um, some of the newer people. And, yeah, I'm genuinely really excited to see what, what we can do out on the field in the outside backs category. Um, I think, yeah, we're really grounded and 
we've got some speed to burn. No, it's going to be it's going to be great to see, and we absolutely cannot wait. All right, Caitlin, talk to us a little bit now about the playmaker group without giving too much away. But certainly, obviously, you know, there's a lot of skill within this team, but there are going to have to be some generals out there, you know, running things, uh, getting getting you guys where you need to be, and obviously with uh, with uh, you know a strong kicking game. Talk to us about some of the playmakers at the club, and and also you know thinking about there will be two competitions this year, which is quite unique. So you know there, there are sort of bigger squads. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of minutes sort of spread around um, the entire squad. But yeah, talk to us about the playmakers in the team. Um, we've I think all of us have a little bit of playmaker in us, but um, we've got the likes of Autumn Rain Stevens. So she played for the Kiwi Friends last year. Um, I was we were on the right side together, but um, so she's a half in. Um, she's bringing some really awesome new like flames to the game, I reckon. So you can expect a lot from her. We've got the likes of um, Shante Puko, who was a former um, Kiwi fan as well. So I think having that experience along with that new, that new, that new kind of spark in the team is going to add. I feel like, I feel like because people don't really know a lot of the plays, then we don't know that nobody knows what to expect, but I think we're going to bring something really awesome to the, to the comp this year. Caitlin, just on that, you mentioned uh, Shante. Like, um, she didn't play in the last um, NRLW, but she did play, um, I think, in the one before. Yeah. And she has an incredible kicking game. Oh, mate, um, she's, she's crazy. Like, how's that, how's that boot going at training? Like, is it, is it oh, really? I almost can't catch any of her balls. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, she's, she's doing well and she's only getting better. She's such a strong player, and I'm very excited to play alongside her and hopefully catch um, all the grubbers. I'm so glad to have her back. Just uh, just adding to that as well, Kira Dib obviously just got announced as well. Yeah! It's a very nice pickup at this time of the year. And, like, for me, Kira, two years ago, was one of the form parts of the competition. But, um, unfortunately, you know, just given so much competition now these days, like, she's one of those victims of, I guess, the product that's growing. And I think having a last-minute opportunity um, at the Knights. I don't know if she's started training with you girls yet, but hopefully she can, um, you know, get back to her best because she'll be she'll be pretty handy to pick up for you girls. Yeah, we're so happy to have her. I think what's cool about Kira is that she's a utility player, so she can kind of play anywhere. So that's a really – I think that's a really good addition to our team. Yeah, definitely. To bring someone in with that much experience, that much talent this this late in the process, it's, uh, it's incredible uh, and a great thing for the Knights. All right, Katie, giving another position group a little bit of love here, and that's our dummy half hookers. You know, it's becoming – such an important part of our game, you know, the ability to almost control the contest at the moment to take a little bit of pressure off the halves. Talk to us about some of the dummy halves we have at the club. Uh, yeah, so um, we've also got the famous uh, Crystal. Uh, so I'm not going to lie, I was a little bit fangirl when I found out. Um, but she has been training the house down. Like I can't wait to see her in action live. Um, she's been a really good role model, um, a leader in our team, and she's just she's she's looking good. Um, and then we obviously got our little young young one coming through, Emma Manzaman, who I've had the honour of playing with through Gold Stars. Um, she has so much that she can bring to the game um, alongside Crystal. Um, I find Emma's a really explosive player; like she can pick out um, when people are tired, and that her running from half is, I think, one of the key elements to her game. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how, how Casey's going to work with the two of them, but, um, they're both, they both have so much that they bring to the game and it's, yeah, like it's just never a dull moment with the two of them out on the field. You've always got to be on your toes and ready to go. 
with them and the things that they can see. So looking forward to um, seeing them out on the field. Yeah, no, and it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, there's so many strengths within the team, but definitely to have that position, you know, such amazing players in that position group, it's only going to be great things for Newcastle. All right, Caitlin, uh, what we try and do is give a lot of love to the engine room uh, of these teams, and this is what the listeners want to know. That was a listener question to start the show is, you know, who, who are the sort of better forward packs in the competition? And, you know, at the end of the day, it does make a huge difference, especially given it isn't a long season. This is more of a tournament-style competition you really need to try and dominate the middle let's yeah. let's show some love let's talk to our listeners a little bit about the forward pack here in the hunter because uh yeah we're gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be one to watch we have such a different variety of forwards in our team and it's so cool we have the um we have Neda who was the former Kiwi fan and also played for the Warriors as well um Having her in the game is going to bring some massive hits, and I'm so excited to see it. Um, we also have Toru um, Karaka, who played for the Brisbane Broncos. Um, so she's over with us, and she's just her, her work ethic is crazy. Um, we also have Caitlin Johnston, who played for the Indigenous All Stars. So having the likes of them around us, um, I know that they're going to work so hard, and um, we've got to support them as much as we can. But yeah, I think having that experience in the middle is going to is going to add a lot to our team and add a lot to the game and going to benefit us heaps. I've got to ask about Monkey. I mean, she, <laughs> yes, she, she brings that energy. Hey. That oh, you're going to expect so much from her. She's going to be yeah. amazing. Yeah, she's, she's going to be on fire. We call her our energy producer in our team. So she's the yeah. one who brings all the hype. <laughs> yeah, she's the, what is it, the CEO? But, she, yeah. Chief ex, like, no, energy executive or something. Energy office officer or something. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she's awesome. No, we, she's the best. We love that. And it's so important. And look, you know, this is something that we've spoken about previously is the importance of having, you know, leaders and, and, and people that can kind of sort of bring that energy because, you know, the reality is there's going to be periods where, you know, you might be sort of down in a game and you've just got to turn things around. You might be behind the post after conceding. Talk to us about a couple of the leaders within the group who are going to try and sort of, sort of, um, you know, bring the energy to the group because, as we've said multiple times on the podcast, in the NRLW competition, you can't lose games. You've got to turn this around. Um, who are some of the people that you'll be looking to to kind of, um, yeah, give those inspirational speeches under the post? Um, for me, obviously, I think personally... Love I look at myself now. <laughs> um, I think I think um, definitely the likes of Crystal Rota. She's a massive inspiration for me. So um, Jamie Frizzard, um, Romy, uh, Caitlin Johnson, all of the more experienced ones, uh, are the new ones we definitely look towards for support and help around the game. Um, but probably the ones that I've mentioned will definitely be the ones that I look to for my own personal preference, and I'm sure a lot of the other people will as well. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. Uh, Katie, uh, so it sounds like Caitlin's going to give you a spray at some point during a game, but uh, do you agree with that? You've certainly got, um, yeah, you've got a lot of experience within this group. Um, they're, they're sort of, you know, a few of the names that fans can look out for in terms of, you know, really, you know, these are the types of players that you look to under a bit of adversity when things are not going your way. Definitely. Um, I think the big key name in that is definitely Crystal. Um, she is that person in our team that everyone looks to and she she just has a way of calming you and making you realise, you know, what needs to be done, what to get done. And um, I, yeah, I just can't wait. I really hope I get the opportunity to be able to play on the field with her and, and be in her presence in those situations. Um, but 
you know, yeah, there's definitely a lot of other girls that all they have to do is say a few words and you just you just have that respect. So, um, yeah, I think as, as a grounded team, all of us, I think if anyone wants to say anything, we all respect each other enough and yeah. respect that and listen to each other. But, yeah, definitely I think Crystal's going to be our, our girl to um, help us when we're down. Yeah, and especially, you know, given you've made these friendships as well, like, you know, typically the NRLW teams get put together pretty last minute. The fact that you guys have got sort of, you know, you guys have been together for a little bit now, um, you know, it's very hard not to put in when you've got your mate alongside you. All right, guys, let's uh, let's jump to, one you know, one of the hardest parts uh, of the huddle, and that's our predictions for season uh, 2022, uh, the first competition. Uh, Tasha, I'm going to give you first crack at this. Where do you predict uh, Newcastle finishing um, in the regular season? I definitely see them um, as the dark horse, most definitely. And the the combinations of the of the Kiwi Fern players and like having Crystal Rolter in your team to look up to is amazing. I just find it hard to pick one of the new franchises in making it to the GF, but um, just because of experience and just being there. Um, but look, I definitely see them in the top four. Yeah, look, for me, I uh, I deliberately kept third place open, I think. I'll have to go back and check my predictions because I have had a little bit of criticism that I put everyone in the top four. But I've got my mighty Newcastle Knights in the regular season finishing in that third place. Um, obviously, I've got the Bronx and Sydney Roosters, a couple of you know high-profile teams there that might, uh, might, might finish at the top of the table. But... Uh, and then we'll see what happens. That's that's when this competition is going to get really, really exciting. So third for me. Uh, Dana, what about yourself? Um, well, like you guys said, I'm in the same boat as Tash. Like, unfortunately, I can't put one of those new franchises above those teams that are so established, um, even though you have so many of those key players from those teams coming to the Knights. But I've got you in a solid third spot. Um, and like what was mentioned the other week, um, there is semis this year. So I reckon you guys have still got a, a chance to fight your way to the grand final, but we'll just see what's what's going to happen. Alicia, again, uh, hardest part of the huddle. Uh, what, what's your thoughts on this one? I feel like I can contradict myself every week because I'm pretty sure I put everyone in like fourth or third. Look, I've been pretty straight up. I think it's going to be an all Queensland grand final um, and I'm not a Queenslander, so there's no bias there. Um, but I can see, I can see Newcastle above the Roosters and Dragons to finish, I think those two clubs are going to finish bottom two and Knights will play either one of the, the Queensland teams in the semis. But it's pretty exciting. I love the fact that um, I guess people have written off the Knights. You know, they did obviously struggle a little bit at the start to sign, you know, some really big-name players, but I think that's the beauty of this competition because we've seen in the past three years clubs go out and try and buy these really fancy players and it just doesn't work. So I'm really keen to see how you girls will come together. It sounds like you've got a great um, camaraderie already and that's what you need. You need belief because at the end of the day, um, you've all got talent. It's just a matter of coming together and who does come together so quick and click immediately. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Can I just agree there? We've all put them in the top four and I'm excited this time that we've got, you know, a semi-final. Uh, you know, sort of a kind of a small final series and it's finals 40. Hey girls, anything can happen. And we've all got you in that top four. Yeah, absolutely. Well, well, Caitlin and Katie, I'll give you guys uh, both an opportunity uh, to answer this one. Caitlin, I'm going to start with you. Obviously you guys are in it to, yeah, I I guess, I guess make it very, very difficult on your opposition. You're in it to win it. Um, I guess, talk to us a little bit about your own confidence in the group and I guess your expectations for this, um, for this first uh, competition here in the, in season 2022. 
I have full confidence in my team. I trust them completely. And I think we're going to take out the competition. <laughs> That's it. In it to win it. We love it. Uh, Katie, give you the last word on this one. Um, again, it's it's not, you know, it's kind of a good spot to be in. You know, there's a lot of people that are sort of doubting Newcastle at the moment. Again, there's a, there's a lot of players that aren't household names at the moment. But, uh, yeah, I, I think in a few weeks' time, once this, once this competition kicks off, um, that will definitely change. But, Katie, yeah, talk to us about your own predictions uh, for, for the season ahead. Uh, yeah, I definitely see us definitely in the top three, without a doubt. Um, we, I honestly think a lot of teams are going to look at us and underrate us like they already kind of are. Um, and then, honestly, we're going to go out there. We're going to hit hard. We're going to make people walk off that field and be like, we just played Newcastle Knights. So, yeah, we're definitely, um, I'm aiming for that top spot. Um, but I definitely think we're in the top three and we're going to compete. Championship mentality. I love it. All right, guys, let's jump into our final segment for tonight, Rapid Fire. And we're going to talk all about that and a whole bunch of other things. What you need to know tonight. Sincere apologies to Matt Damon. We ran out of time for him tonight. We'll get him on the air again soon. Oh, my boss is singing closing time. Maybe that's what you're doing. All right, guys, let's jump into this week's question on Rapid Fire, and that is who will be this season's leading try scorer? Dana, I'm going to go to you first, but we had a little bit of a chat off air about your selection, and... I kind of like it because it's giving a little bit of a love to spoiler, you know, some, an, an, an edge back rower. But we're not just talking about some player here. This is a very, very special player and someone who is probably going to score a lot of points in the competition. Anyway, I'll let you unveil your choice here. But um, yeah, who have you got for, for being the leading try scorer this year? Yeah, so I've I've chosen Tasman Gray. Um, you know, you look at her past seasons, she doesn't have that much points kind of to her name, but she's also in a very experienced player. Um, she's got the the speed and the agility behind her that I think the more minutes she gets on the field, the more chances she has to get that ball on the ground. And, you know, she's a Queenslander, so I've got to back my girls there as well. <laughs> Tasha, I think you've gone with the, the Dolaro one favourite here, but uh, again, I'll, I'll let you talk about your, your selection here. Yeah, Dan, look, I really hope the Broncos, uh, the girls are listening to me this week because they're probably hating me over the past few weeks, but I've, I've got, I'm bringing the Broncos love. And um, Tamika Upton, like, She's a try-scoring machine that we've already seen her, you know, topping these sort of record levels. And it's really scary to hear the likes of um, very experienced and established players like, um, you know, Ali Brigginshaw and and Goose and Steph Hancock. And they say we have not seen the best of Tamika Upton yet. And to me, that's very, very exciting, but very, very frightening. So I'm going with Tamika Upton. Yeah, Tasha, I'm, I'm going on a similar um, sort of wavelength. I'm going with Jess Sergis at the Roosters. And I think one of the things I'm most excited about this first competition at the start of the year is, you know, just having a look at some of the growth in some of these players. I mean, you see some of the stars in the game. And, you know, I think what we forget is, you know, where can these players get to as we continue to work through pre-seasons, more training? Uh, and, you know, that's something I'm really, really excited to see from Jess. So I, I think she's going to be an out-and-out star and someone that the Roosters are going to rely on to score a lot of points this season. Alicia, what's your thoughts on this? Again, very, very tricky just to pick out one player. Um, there's going to be a lot of points scored in the comp, but, um, yeah, thoughts? Yeah, it is a bit tricky. Um, personally, I'm loving all these Rugby Sevens girls coming, I'm going to say back to league because it's the much better code, um, including you, Katie. Um, I'm going to go with Emma Tonegato at the Dragons, and it's a bit of a smoky choice, but 
I don't know whether she'll play fullback or in the centres or on the wing, but I just I can't wait to see her in open space. And I hope the Dragons halves give her that ball. And um, speaking to Rachel Pearson uh, previously um, for a story, like I I just I got good vibes about her and trying to sort of use her outside back. So I think if that can happen, um, you know I think Emma Tonegato is going to have a really big impact on this competition, along with you know someone like Romania Pellini. Um, it's just great to see these girls come across and hopefully stay for, you know, the whole year. Caitlin, I, I guess when you when you think about some of the past NRLW competitions, the, the scores have been very, very tight and low scoring. There hasn't been a lot of points, but we just, we all get sort of the vibes that that's probably something that might shift this year. We may be wrong, but I, I guess as fans and, and people that are sort of following the game, we're, we're sort of expecting a lot of points in this competition. If you have to pick one player to be leading try scorer this season, who are you going here? I don't know. There's this new player. Her name is Caitlin Bahakolo, and I just have like a lot of faith in her this year. Um, I mean, I'm serious though. I'm picking myself. Mate, that's, I, I <laughs> love a girl. I love that energy. Um, Katie, I, I get I get the feeling that uh, you know you're nodding along there. Uh, yeah, <laughs> talk to us a little bit about Caitlin and the season that she's going to have ahead uh, ahead because um, yeah, you seem to you seem to be agreeing there. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I back KV, aren't she? Um, I think obviously I've got the inside scoop because I get to train with her every day and see what she can do. So, and she hasn't even hit a hundred percent yet. So, um, yeah, she's uh, definitely a force to be reckoned with and, um, you best take me as your date to the awards night to get that trophy for top try scorer. Okay. I've got to, I love it. Love you girls backing, uh, uh, Caitlin. I think it's fabulous. Caitlin, great to see that you're backing yourself. But tell me this. You talked about how hard you girls were working in the preseason. And Caitlin, you've been quoted as saying you can't believe how hard they make you train and you still don't have abs. Have those abs arrived yet or not? Tell me this. Um, no, which I don't understand why, because I'm such a hard worker. But, um, <laughs> Hopefully by the end of the um, season, I will be able to show you that I have a six pack. And uh, and I think to go with that, you'll also be holding the trophy by the sound of it in terms of our leading try scorer. But we cannot wait. Yeah! That is uh, that is music <laughs> to the ears of all Newcastle Knights fans that are tuning in, uh, including myself. Go the mighty Newcastle Knights. All right, guys, look, that's all the time we have this week. Just want to thank our amazing guests, Caitlin and Katie, uh, for joining the show. We really do appreciate you guys coming on and, you know, really giving us an insight into into the Newcastle Knights. For those that haven't sort of been following the club, um, you know, it, it, it's been a lot. There's been a lot that's gone into the preparation for this season, so we all cannot wait uh, to see you guys roll out there in round one. And we, we just want to wish you guys, on behalf of Mojo Sports, everyone here, all the very best for the upcoming season. Caitlin, Katie, uh, yeah, all the very best. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so much. Buy your tickets. Absolutely, absolutely. Make sure you're there. Uh, come round one. It's going to be some sort of battle. And to my panellists, uh, another great night talking uh, rugby league, always bringing the heat as we talk uh, NRLW. And to our listeners, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, please download the podcast, share with family and friends. And until next week, we'll see you then. You have been listening to Mojo Sports. Thank you for your support. It is very much appreciated. The team and I are trying to build something a little different here, so everyone's support is very much appreciated. Continue to support the podcast, download, subscribe, check out our social media channels, give us a follow, and be sure to tell your friends about Australia's best-kept secret. This is Mojo Sports.